Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray this is my top five 2022 Oscar-nominated Best Pictures. Best Picture nominees for the Oscars 2022. I don't know the best way necessarily to, uh, to say that statement, but that's what it is. I watched every single movie, all ten of the movies that were nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, and I'm going to rank them. At least my top five. So half of these movies that are nominated will not make my list. And uh, I did do a top five list of my favorite movies from last year. This is a little bit different. Obviously, movies I've watched since then uh, will be on this list potentially. But also, I viewed and ranked the movies a little bit differently. Because it's not just my personal favorite, what I found to be the most interesting movie or my favorite movie, I take a little bit more of an objective look at these movies uh, in my ranking. So for what I would believe is in the criteria for the Oscars, uh, what I believe is number one is not obviously the number one I chose for my per personal top five. So if you want to see that list, check out my top five 2022 films. But if you want to hear my opinion on the way these films rank according to what I believe to be more of a Academy viewpoint, uh, that is what this list is. So let's get it started, shall we? Starting off with number five, my fifth favorite movie. This is a movie that I recently watched. Most of these movies, actually. A few of these movies I recently watched this past week uh, and reviewed this past week. Uh, but coming in from a week before that is a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, and I can't see it winning the Academy Award, but it, it does, in my opinion, come in at number five. And that movie being Coda, Children of Deaf Adults. Just a heartwarming movie about uh, a girl and her family uh, kind of coming to a head, coming to a fork in the road uh, where this girl who grew up basically as the translator for her family, being the only person in her family that could hear uh, her brother and parents uh, are all deaf and uh, they run a fishing business and she was basically their interpreter. Uh, but she fell in love with music and found her path uh, to be in music, in the arts, uh, which is an art form that her family just can't experience in the same way that most people can. Uh, and a great movie. Great, heartwarming movie. I loved all of the characters in this movie. Uh, just such a fun, kind of like, coming-of-age movie. Uh, and a unique scenario that you don't see. A unique story. I mean, this story could easily have been uh, with somebody who, you know, who has English as a second language. Like if their family, if their parents don't speak English, uh, but they are bilingual, speak English and Spanish, a lot of kids that grow up in those households tend to be like the translators for their parents. And this movie, in a lot of ways, speaks to that similar experience 
uh, but in a way that's slightly different, in, in a way where, you know, we're not used to seeing, we're not really used to seeing deaf people portrayed uh, in film, and that that is the primary focus of uh, the movie Coda, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and uh, that is why it is coming in at number five. Number five. I mean, it could win Academy Award. Who knows? Academy is weird sometimes. Uh, not a big fan of it, but uh, it's fun to watch all these movies and to uh, kind of give my opinion on how they stack up. So moving on to my number four favorite movie nominated for Best Picture in this year's Academy Awards. Coming in at number four is Dune. This is a movie that is amazing. It is an epic sci-fi tale, but it is clearly a part one. And because it feels like so much a part one, where the end of this film feels like it's just setting up for the next movie, which is currently, I believe, in production. It has, since the release, been greenlit for a sequel, if not two, hopefully. Uh, I've seen some casting news uh, for Dune, the second Dune. But, uh, yeah, it is a movie that could have been number one if it didn't feel so much like a part one, like it, if it didn't feel so unfinished, uh, I could have had it up higher. But other than that, as far as an epic sci-fi tale that isn't Star Wars or Star Trek or, you know, name the the franchise that just keeps get, getting regurgitated or or sequels getting pumped out. I love Dune. Uh, so that's why it's coming in at, at number four. Just amazing. Obviously, performances are great. The aesthetic is great. The scope of everything is great. It is amazing. I can't wait. Like the when when all is said and done, assuming that the the follow ups to Dune follow in the same footsteps and are just as good and maybe even get better as the movies go, I could see this franchise being far more elite than a franchise like star wars where it's just star wars is a, a mishmash of things that are kind of smushed together and there, there's a lot of problems with that franchise a lot of ups and a lot of downs um dune i could see being similar in a lot of ways to the planet of the apes reboot that came out not that long ago i think there were three or four movies in that franchise that were amazing that was like such a good run of that show of that movie the, the planet of the apes so i could see dune kind of rising to that level uh which now makes me want to rewatch the planet of the apes movies uh so coming in number four is dune the many phases is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that i started many years ago i release a new face every day but go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. And you'll save... 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. 
And with that said, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my number three favorite film that is nominated for an Academy Award this year was my number two of my personal favorite films, and that movie is Don't Look Up. Obviously, because it was my second favorite film, my first favorite isn't even, wasn't even nominated. My first favorite film of last year was Once, which is the comedy musical special that was put out by Bo Burnham. It's my favorite piece of art that came out last year. Uh, Don't Look Up came in at number two on my list because it was just so good. Such a great satire on the reality that we're living in. And so, like, ridiculous that, like, this movie in any other year, if it had came, come out or been about any other time in American history, would have been a ridiculous satire. But considering the reality that we've been living in, especially with our former president, this movie is almost a documentary of how ridiculous life has just gotten. Uh, so much of it is, is like idiocracy. And it's, it's sad. It's like if you were to mix a documentary and idiocracy, you would get uh, Don't Look Up. And uh, just something that we see on a daily basis. Not only people just acting like this pandemic is done and over with or never existed to begin with, but also climate change. Like is like don't look up is so much of this time where so many people are just completely fine with burying their heads in the sand and ignoring the reality of of the world we're living in uh, that is going to be erasing its problem very soon. And the, the biggest problem, this world Earth that we live on, that we all live on, that all humans exist on. Uh, we are the problem that the earth is having and will be very effortless for the planet to erase us from existence as it has, I'm sure, on many occasions. Uh, so coming in at number three is a movie that I can't see ever winning the number one, getting an actual Academy Award for Best Picture. But it's a movie I really enjoyed. Uh, and, uh, because it was like out of this list, it was the highest rated in my list. I had to put it at number three, at least, at least, uh, but moving on to my number two favorite film. This is a movie that I just recently watched. And this is a movie that I didn't relate to. I didn't like get me. It wasn't like my most entertaining movie. Like when I reviewed this film this week. Uh, it's a movie that would not have made my top five list at all. But it is a movie that I can appreciate and I recognize the the beauty and the, the technical brilliance that it has as a story, as a movie about storytelling. And that movie coming in at number two is Drive My Car. Uh, it's a foreign film, Japanese film. The film is about uh, a play that's being put on a multilingual play where every character in this play speaks a different language. You have a Japanese-speaking character. You have a Chinese-speaking actor, actor. You have a uh, Korean sign language actor. You have a Korean actor. You have all these different actors who speak different languages performing in this play that is being directed by a guy who had a very unique writing relationship with his 
wife that is no longer around. Uh, and you're also seeing that played out. Uh, the trauma that came from that loss played out in the relationship this guy has with his driver. Uh, a beautiful film, a masterpiece, a film that I could s probably would enjoy and have even more respect for if I knew and was familiar with the play that pretty much runs throughout the entirety of this movie uh, in different forms, this play that he's being hired to direct uh, for the stage for a festival that's going on in Hiroshima. Uh, uh, Uncle Vanya is the, the play. Uh, so if I was familiar with that, I would imagine it would be my number one. I could see this as a piece of art. This is beautiful. Like, complex layers, so much. It just, there's nothing in this movie that really hooks me. There's a lot, of, there's heart in this movie as well. There's characters that I 100% relate to on a level of just how I approach my art and the things that I do. Uh, which if you want to hear my in-depth opinion on this movie, go back and watch the review that I just did. I've done reviews on all every single movie that's nominated for Best Picture I've done a review on. So if you want to hear my opinion on all of them, uh, then uh, I go find them. I've got them on YouTube, youtube.com slash Uh But yeah, coming in at number two, uh, is a movie that could have easily been number one if if I probably if my ignorance didn't get in the way. Uh, but I think it's a beautiful piece of art. It just didn't have like there also just wasn't any kind of excitement. It's a very it's a three hour slow burn exploration love story of story of of the many ways story can be told, uh, the many inspirations story can have. Uh, there's a lot of levels of which I love and appreciate Drive My Car, but not enough to put it at the number one spot. So it's coming in at number two, Drive My Car. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals get access to the ray taylor show completely ad free as well as bonus episodes you get access to the complete live painting archive you also get access to every single podcast ever produced by inspired disorder hosted by ray taylor you get access to ray taylor's personal blog as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions so if you want to start a podcast you're into art ask me anything and so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. And moving on to my number one favorite film that I hope gets the Best Picture nomination or uh, not nomination, but win, wins Best Picture. Uh, I could see it winning Best Picture. This movie is gorgeous. This movie has tons of heart. This movie is a interesting story that I, you know, was not aware of. Uh and that movie coming in at number 1 is Belfast. Uh this is just like I said, a beautifully shot film. The cinematography is amazing. Every shot is 
so gorgeously composed. Uh, there is so much heart in these characters. It's this family in Ireland during the time where the Protestants and the Catholics were at war. Uh, like the beginning of this movie is when like a big riot takes place and and like sections off this town in Belfast. Uh, and it, it follows this young kid who's like growing up during these events and being a kid still who loves art every time this is a black and white film but every time he is uh being exposed to art whether it's uh in a play form or in like movie form it is in vivid color it is in vivid color like it is it is so much different than the world he lives in but even the black and white moments of this film are are gorgeous um and just so much heart like i said so much like you love you love this kid the you love the family all the characters are amazing you have this dad that's you know like goes far away to get work like struggling like struggling family so so much like what it is currently where it's just like families all over the United States struggling to pay their bills, struggling to survive. Uh, but this is taking place in Ireland, uh, f like during the 50s, maybe somewhere around there, uh, or maybe 70s. That's a pretty big, pretty big window of time it could be taking place. Uh, but it's a movie I absolutely loved. Uh, it was on my top five list, although it wasn't, I, I don't know exactly where it was on my top five list, but like as far as all of the movies that were nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, this one on an artistic level, I think deserves it. Uh, it is a story that I, it touched me personally, like I really enjoyed the story that it told. I really loved, fell in love with the characters that it had in it. Uh, it was a fun ride, but it's also gorgeous to look at. Like it, it checks all of the boxes, and uh, that is why I believe it should be at number one, and that is why I chose it for number one. Uh, obviously, there's movies that were left off the list. Uh, let me see what the uh the actual like obviously nightmare alley i n not if i enjoyed the movie uh, i thought it was visually beautiful film i do not think bradley cooper is a very good actor uh i don't think he i i, I there's a lot i had a lot of problems with that movie which i discussed in the review uh so nightmare alley didn't make the list um licorice pizza didn't make the list probably my least favorite paul thomas anderson film uh it has some definitely some problematic characters in the film but also a story that despite the fact that I, like i enjoyed the characters i thought it was well-made movie uh there's some characters i didn't like it just there there was a lot of random aspects to the movie that i didn't feel fit in with the the whole entirety of the film so licorice pizza didn't make it uh power of the dog almost made the list i think it's a well-made movie very much a slow burn uh but again like i didn't it was a story that didn't really 
there was nothing about it that really like made me like yeah that's like i don't have any desire to watch it again it's not a movie that i'd recommend to a lot of people it's a very simple story kind of the most interesting aspects of it are vaguely uh contemplated within the film um so i could see that doing very well it's just for me it didn't make my list i couldn't make my list west side story i thought was i thought every aspect of west side story was amazing except for the love story uh, which is a very core element to the movie. Um, and then also there's a character that I loved up until the end. And then they, this character does some like really weird things that I don't agree with whatsoever uh, and didn't really make any sense. Uh, so big strikes against it. And that's why I couldn't have it on the list. Like it's just movies that had anything missing from it that would make me either not enjoy it or th- think of it as like a a like a objectively well-made film um and west side story was amazing in every aspect except for like some big misses with that love story i just didn't buy into and a character that that just didn't make any sense towards the end king richard is the last of the films that didn't make the list which I thought was a great story. I think Will Smith, similarly to uh, similarly to Bradley Cooper, I think is a, a wildly overrated actor. I don't think he's. I think he's good. I think they're both good doing movies that they're kind of in their. They they have like wheelhouse movies, and you know Will Smith, super lighthearted you know fun attitude like he's great in a lot of movies but he is also in a lot of stinkers and this one required him to be a character where it felt like he was doing an impression more than a character and it bummed me out like i've said it before i'll say it again delroy lindo would have made that movie a plus across the board academy award give it to him because it is a really great story about the the williams sisters and their dad and and what he did to help them through through their journey um but i just don't think i think will smith was the weakest part and he's somehow nominated for best best actor which is insane uh but i that's will smith's involvement in that movie is why uh i i didn't like it as much and it didn't make my list uh but one more time my top five films that are nominated for Best Picture, the 2022 Academy Awards. Starting off with number five is Coda. Number four is Dune. Number three is Don't Look Up. Number two is Drive My Car. And my number one movie that I think should win Best Picture at the Academy Awards is Belfast. Let me know what your, how you would rank the Best Picture nominees uh, the Oscars are tonight at the the day that this is being released. Sunday uh, is the night of the Oscars, so we will see. We will all see who actually wins Best Picture, uh, but rank them for me. I want to know how you would rank the nominees for Best Picture of the 2022 Academy Awards uh, on social media or in the comments. And until next week, enjoy your movie. 
New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.